0: Well,
1: Joe. Morning, Joanna.
0: It's early morning in May at Knock Airport.
1: This is an unusual morning in our lives.
0: Isn't it just, we're off on a, an adventure.
1: I've never quite been on an adventure like this before. Oh,
0: so Joe and Joanna are about to take a flight to London. Joanna McNicholas is a freelance journalist.
2: I do it purely for the enjoyment and the fun.
0: And Joe Kelly is a farmer.
1: People say, if there's no money in cattle, why don't you get out? We get fond of them, and they're part of our herd and part of our farm.
0: They've just arrived in Stansted, and today they are on a mission. <laughs> we never thought five years ago we were going to end up
1: here, did we, Joe? We didn't dig anything. We wanted uh, to get the bull <laughs> off, off the off premises. The <laughs> <eagles>.
0: <laughs> Joe and Joanna are going to drive a couple of hours north from here, to Norwich, to an animal sanctuary.
1: He was everything you could ask for, except he had nothing I wanted.
0: <laughs> and they're going to see if they can find a bull named Benji.
2: We don't even know if he's alive or dead.
0: But this story doesn't begin in an airport in England.
2: This is where it all started.
0: It begins in a field in Mayo. This is uh,
2: Benji's home. This is where Benji lived. Hi, Jo. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> so this, these three fields are mine. This is where it? exactly he was, Joe, wasn't it? I think where he was, inside job. that gate there. Hello, girls. How are you? <laughs> There's different loos animals make. <laughs> Some of them is a mother to her, their child. <laughs> That's a bull saying, I'd love to have a nice time with you, darling.
3: <laughs>
1: Would it be all right? Look at He's going to meet her any minute.
0: This is what bulls on farms are supposed to do. That is, according to the laws of the farm.
1: Look at the way she's talking to him, giving him a little cuddle.
0: Not necessarily the laws of nature. Joe comes from a farming family and has been farming all his life. Now his main business is growing organic vegetables, but he still has a small livestock holding
1: but 15 cows and 15 calves and the bull.
0: The bull will father around 100 calves on the farm. Joe sells them on every year, so the bull on his farm has a very important job. In the normal run of things, a bull stays on the farm for years.
1: He continued to be fertile often until he's maybe 12.
0: Five years ago, in 2014, Joe needed a new bull... And he went for the best.
1: I bought him off I knew that bred him himself. The father of this bull was a very, very high quality bull.
0: A purebred, pedigree, top of the range, Charolais bull. The Rolls Royce of bulls.
1: There's a province in France called Charolais. They were actually used for ploughing years ago, so they can hold a lot of muscle.
0: Buying a bull is no small matter. They are not cheap.
1: It is a big investment because he's half the herd. Crucial, vital, important in the place for the quality guests are producing.
0: Joe paid just under €2,000 Euro for his new bull. The bull has one task, so the breeder Joe bought him from did all he could to ensure that Joe would be getting a quality bull.
1: All he can do with the bull before he sells them to me is have his semen count checked. And he did that and his semen count was very high. And he was a fine animal. Fine animal. Oh, I knew he was the man for the job. What else would I get him for?
0: And so, at the age of two, this little Charolais bull came to what everybody hoped would be his forever home. At Joe's farm in Kilchimagh, County Mayo. And Joe put him to work.
1: I let him with seven. Just seven cows they knew would be coming on heat shortly.
0: Normally, a bull in a field will stay close to a cow, especially a cow in heat.
1: So that when she'd be in season, exactly in season, he'd be the bull that would be there to serve her. When she'd lie down, he'd lie down beside her, making friends, kind of. Then I seen a cow coming on heat, but he wasn't near them. But I still didn't think that was that unusual, because often bulls are very discreet. You won't see them serving the cow. That's one of the feeds that I saw that he wasn't pulling the cows. I watched him and watched him and watched him. Well, he never went near. In fact, the faraway away he could be from, the better suited So I said, what the hell is that fella doing? I kept him thinking, maybe he's too young, maybe he's going to get the idea yet, maybe things will come around. But that spring, there were seven cows here with him, and after he was with them for three months, none of them were in calf. But I knew then he hadn't gone near anything. Kiddles, we'll see you later. Have a pleasant well, a pleasant evening, she?
0: This was around the time that Joe's old friend Joanna McNicholas came into the story. Joanna lives in County Mayo and does freelance writing for local newspapers.
2: I'll hear about something that's going on and then think, yeah, that's one for me. <laughs> Would never be just an ordinary story.
0: And one evening, she stumbled upon a potential story.
2: There was a gathering of old friends and we were chit-chatting about life and what was happening for everybody and Joe was sitting across from me and seemed to be a bit stressed.
1: She said, how's the farm going? And I said, it's fine. The only thing is I have a bloody bull and he won't work. He won't put make the cows pregnant. He was
2: telling us all how his whole farm system had been thrown out of kilter and everything was running
1: several months late and he had only just discovered this. It's so hard to get cows back a cow, when she caves, she'll often be the guts of three months before she come back and heat. Disaster, like it has a huge impact. It a huge impact on my herd. not a happy when there was no cow in cave.
0: You see, this bull wasn't just ignoring the ladies. He did have his head turned by one animal in the field.
2: He was explaining how this bull he had was paying more attention to a male that he wouldn't look at the cows at all.
1: John had left. What do you mean he won't? I said the bull was following a male calf, and it wasn't that he couldn't mount. He was mounting the calf, and the two of them would be up and down the field, sweating in the middle of the hot day. And I thought, well, he's active anyhow, and he has nature in him, but the whaneland bull calf would be running away from him, and he keep following him. The the calf didn't know what was going on. So that's when I realised that there's a big problem here. In fact, he behaved exactly like a cow, actually. He was placid in his kind and you wouldn't have any fear of him. He's a fine animal, but he had no, no aggressiveness about him.
2: He was telling us about this bull. I thought, oh, the alarm bells went off. I thought, this is interesting.
1: I'm 25 years buying in bulls, so I'd never seen anything like that before.
0: Farming is a business and animals who are not paying their way don't get to stay on the farm.
2: There's not a lot of compassion in farming. And here we had a bull that just from a farming point of view was useless. So Joe had to buy a second bull and then he had to dispose of the first bull.
1: I was already contacting the butcher because I didn't want to have him there and him do nothing. So I needed money to buy a new bull. The butcher said, I'll have a look at him and see if he's fit to kill.
0: Meanwhile, Joanna couldn't get this story out of her head.
2: And about two days later, I phoned him. I said, how would you feel if I was to write something about this for the local paper?
1: I started laughing because I thought she was cotton. I genuinely didn't see anything to it. She said, no, it might be a nice story.
2: And Joe was very easy going. He said, that's fine, as long as there's no reporters coming onto the farm. The following Sunday, I went out to Joe's farm. I met Joe, I interviewed him, and then he took me to the field where the bull was. And there was this lovely pastoral scene with the bull and all these lovely cows. And he was lovely. He was kind of a creamy colour. He had this lovely, fluffy coat, very like a poodle. It was like poodle fur.
0: Of course, there are some people who would say that a bull can't be gay.
1: He wasn't lame. The bull was in the height of his health. He had a very high sperm count. There was nothing wrong with the bull.
2: Then I decided to interview a local vet. And she said, yes, it was quite common.
0: It turns out that scientists have observed homosexual behavior right across the animal kingdom, from penguins and swans to sheep and beetles.
1: Oh, there's plenty of gables, but again, most farmers wouldn't even think about it. Was the bull? It's just she's not serving the cows. The cows aren't pregnant. Get rid of him, get a new bull. And they do that usually. They wouldn't wait as long as I waited. They'd do that within a month. They'd straight onto the guy that sold them the bull, and they'd say, "Come on, give me a new bull. This bull's not working." And if somebody was selling bulls and sold a gay bull, he wouldn't want it known. Just in case that was in any way would negatively impact on the price of his animals going forward. Not that it would. It's not a disease that spreads, apparently. I wouldn't have let the bull go if he was a gay. There's no reason why would I let the bull go. I wanted a bull badly.
0: Joe Kelly keeps referring to the bull because, of course, at this point, the bull didn't have a name.
1: I wouldn't normally put names on 17 or 18 cows.
0: But when Joanna McNicholas sent the Connacht Telegraph her story of the doomed gay bull, a journalist there, Tom Sheil, decided the poor little creature needed a name.
4: I thought about it for a while and I said it was a famous TV character in the Reardons in the 60s and 70s. Benji! Yes, ma'am.
5: What are you mocking yourself up for?
4: Benji starts with B and Bull starts with B, so I put the two together and it became Benji the Bull. That's how it started. Telegraph, Tuesday, November 4th. Benji is openly gay. A bull purchased by an East Mayo farmer is eventually heading for the slaughterhouse because of its sexual preferences. The non performing Charolais has outed itself in recent months.
0: And with that little article in a provincial newspaper, the story took off.
1: The next day, I've seen four or five Mish calls from Joanna and I said, What is wrong with her? I said, It has to be something urgent. And I remember ringing you back and you said, you know, there was a bit of interest in the story. I
2: know it was. It was Ian Wilson. at had phoned from Dublin.
0: Ian Wilson is the former producer of RTE's farming programme, Countrywide.
3: We asked Joanne, can we talk to the farmer? And she said, no, he does not want to get involved.
2: He wants to be totally anonymous about this.
1: I said, if you'd let my phone number out of here, I'd go mad. I didn't want attention around anything. And I either was get rid of the bull and get on with my life.
2: And I had to respect that, and that was fine. But of course, we had no idea how big this story was going to get. He was interested in the females. In fact, he paid no attention whatsoever to the females.
6: OK, so he was trying to bull the bull rather than bull the cow?
0: Yes.
3: And needless to say, that place lit up about it. It got traction with a non-farming audience immediately.
0: Not just a non-farming audience, but soon a non-Irish audience too, because... Just down the corridor from the farming programme at the RTE Radio Centre, Graham Norton was doing his show for BBC Radio.
7: We should probably reveal to the listeners that I'm not actually there. No, you're
0: not. Where are you, in fact?
7: I'm in Dublin. I'm in a very wet, rainy
3: Dublin. And lo and behold, the producer heard it and Graham Norton heard the story. So the producer quickly ran through the details. Graham Norton gave the details out on his BBC Radio 2 programme. To the whole nation on a Saturday morning,
7: uh, Benji the bull, it turns out, isn't that keen on cows. Oh, he doesn't really. He d- it's, yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit light in his hooves, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he just, he doesn't go that way, Sally. So just, is, is I, this I, like, I, is this like front page news in Ireland? Is is this? The it, it is big essentially, story? yeah. Is I think yeah, it's really? breaking news. Right. Um, it's well, funny that this doesn't happen more often. It surely does. It's just that it's not spoken about, I suppose. I mean, I don't know why... Yes, it is. Yeah. It is the love that dare not speak its name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel bad that he's just going to be chopped meat just because he wouldn't, you know... Is that what they're going to, the to do? They're not going to just get rid of him, are they, because of that? Surely. What, well, uh, in fairness, can't. he only had one point in life and he's not really fulfilling that point. Well, why, why don't they let, just let him roam free and have a nice life, you know, in pastures and things? Why don't they well, let because him because he'd be that? eating them out of house and home. You don't want a big hungry gay bull just, you know, eating everything and then not
3: doing anything. Immediately, it became a cause celebre, the poor tragic story of the gay bull who's going to be sent to his death because he couldn't perform with with the ladies.
2: By the following morning, it had just gone completely
1: viral. It was like dry paper caught fire. It just suddenly started to have
0: an impact. As well as phone calls from the media, Joanna had had a call from a man called John Carmody, the founder of an animal rights organisation called ARIN, Animal Rights Action Network, who had also read her article.
5: We knew we had to do something. We knew we wanted to save this animal's life. John Carmody told me he was a gay
2: man. He was absolutely horrified that this animal was going to be slaughtered because it was gay.
5: I remember being in school when I was a young kid. I was gay at the time and I remember being off and on my own in the yard Didn't have anyone to look out for me. And maybe I connected with the plight of Benji. Maybe I seen that he too wants to be loved and cared for and respected.
0: John Carmody decided he was going to try to save Benji's life.
5: I'm sure for Joe to get this call was quite out of the ordinary. The first conversation I had with John
1: Carmody, he said, how much do you want for the bull? I said, John, what's your herd number?
0: The herd number is the official Department of Agriculture registration number farmers with cattle must have.
1: He said, I haven't heard number, I'm living in the city of Limerick. I said, where are you going grazing the animal when you buy him? And he said, grazing the animal? How big is he? I said, he's nearly a ton weight. Oh, I had no idea he was that big. And I said, you need land to put this animal on, you can't leave him on his own, he's an animal, he needs company, other, other cattle. Oh, I don't know about that. And I said, by law, you cannot buy an animal without a herd number.
5: Oh, I haven't, one, I haven't heard a number. Well, I said, you can't buy the wall. What are you talking about? I would have preferred at the time, you know, if the farmer handed Benji over for free, but that wasn't going to be the case.
1: I remember sitting at the end of the phone thinking, is this guy in the real world at all? And I said, was the last burger he ate, was it a gay burger or a straight burger? What? Was gonna... <laughs> I said, for goodness sake, I said, most animals are killed before we know their sexual orientation. Well, that's where the unfairness is. If just because he's gay, so he's going to be shot. I could see his argument. He had an argument, but he deemed that he was entitled to a full life
5: as a gay bull. Why should he be abused more than a heterosexual bull? I was steadfast in making sure that we get Benji. For myself, I was gone straight for it. If I had my way at the time, I would have stuffed Benji into the back of my small little banger of a car and drove him to the nearest field I said, I'm not waiting too long, John.
1: I'm long enough fed up looking at this bull and he's doing nothing for me and I need to replace him and I need to get some money to do so. And he said, I'll buy the bull. I said, you won't buy the bull because you have nowhere to put him. You haven't either heard him Forget about it. I said, it's not going to happen. He hadn't thought it through.
0: John Carmody, the animal rights activist, may have not thought it through, but he was convincing enough for Joe Kelly to postpone Benji's visit to the butcher.
1: And he said... Well, I I'd see what I can do. I, I have other ideas and plans. I said you put them in place. Don't let
5: the bull die. Don't let the butcher near the bull. That was his big concern. We broke it a little bit on social media that you know we're looking to save this animal. Overnight, thousands and thousands of people were starting to sign petitions for this bull.
0: Sunday the campaign crossed the Irish Sea. Good
5: afternoon the Gay UK Graham speaking.
6: Can I help?
0: Graham Davies and Jake Hook run an online magazine called the Gay UK from their home in Nottingham. Yep,
6: Hang on one second I shall pop you right through.
0: That weekend they saw the Benji story pop up on their Twitter feed.
6: So I said to Jake that's horrendous I mean I know animals get killed Every single day, but it's the fact that they've given him a name, Benji, they've said that he's gay, and they're going to slaughter him because basically he's useless. And so they're basically saying that being gay is useless. We have to do something.
0: Graham and Jake got in touch with John Carmody, the animal rights activist from Limerick, and together they hatched a plan to buy Benji's ticket to freedom. Joe Kelly, Benji's owner, agreed to sell the bull for €2,000. In the beginning, John Carmody and others in the animal rights movement were uncomfortable with the idea of buying Benji.
5: We never, ever agreed with handing over money to try save an animal. But this was a, a rescue case that doesn't come that often in this country. So we had to go for it.
0: It's one of those modern dilemmas, isn't it? You buy your bull, the farmer hands him over, then where do you put him?
2: There was no sanctuary in Ireland where
5: an animal that
2: size could be rehomed.
0: Jake and Graham found a sanctuary in Norwich called Hillside Animal Sanctuary.
5: They've got huge experience in dealing with farmed animals, and they've got a huge sanctuary. We just thought it would be a perfect fit, and they were like, "Well, have you thought about how you're going to transport the bull? About its rests? Has it, you know, has it had
6: its TB shots and all this kind of thing?" And we're just like, "No idea what you're talking about." So
0: <laughs> now they just had to find the money to carry out this ambitious plan.
6: I
1: genuinely thought this is a joke. Are you joking me? It's going to cost nearly as much as the bull to bring the bull over.
0: Paying the farmer, the vets, the truck driver, the ferry, this was going to cost thousands.
4: We decided to do a crowdfunder to save the ball from execution and for him to be able to live in a field (laughs) happy and gay for the rest of his life.
6: Hello, this is Graham. And this is Jake. And we're from the Gay UK magazine.
0: By Wednesday, just a week after Joanna's article in the Connacht Telegraph, Graham and Jake posted a hastily recorded video on YouTube.
6: You may have heard recently in the news about a bull named Benji who's facing the slaughterhouse for being gay.
0: Immediately, Benji hundreds of people started donating money to the cause of Benji, the gay bull.
6: Benji
4: turns out to like boys, and uh, who can blame Unfortunately, the news. Is- it was an exciting time, and then you can see like the hits on the YouTube player going up and up. There were so many lovely comments, and then there was some like proper homophobic hideous comments about us personally and then also there was a lot of homophobic comments about the bull as well people were saying that it should be slaughtered because it was gay and was one of those stories that showed up the absolute polar opposites that you can get in society whatever you fancy really (laughs) so this is not just your ordinary cock and bull story
0: media organizations around the world were picking up on the story Every
2: time I would turn on the computer, I was seeing this Benji, Benji, Benji.
8: It's
4: a bit of a weird moment when Russian television phones up and says, will you do a spot to talk about Benji, the gay bull? Those pictures of bulls appeared in Australian papers that wasn't the bull at all. Rarely are things overnight successes, and this literally was boom. Ding, 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 ding. The money was coming in and we were just like, wow, that's amazing.
0: Meanwhile, in Ireland, Joanna got a phone call from John Carmody.
2: He said, there's something really good happening. I cannot tell you what it is, but it's really exciting. And I thought, "Okay, I don't know what he's talked about.
0: What he was talking about, but not saying yet, was a man called Sam Simon. I
3: think the battle for animal rights is the most important battle...
0: This is Sam Simon, Hollywood producer and co-founder of TV show The Simpsons, speaking in 2013.
3: People are going to look back at our time and think that most of us were barbarians.
0: His ex-wife is actor Jennifer Tilly. Sam loved animals. He felt like animals
8: are not on the earth for us to harvest. He feels like they're on the earth for us to to be friends with. But one of his things that he really loved to do is personally rescue animals. Like he rescued some bears, he rescued some baboons, he rescued an elephant.
0: Sam was diagnosed with terminal cancer in 2012. And when they told him he had three to six months to live, he
8: decided he wanted to devote the rest of his life to saving as many animals as he
0: could. Sam Simon was very involved with one of the biggest animal rights organisations in the world, PETA. They would come to him with stories of animals who needed to be rescued. And in November 2014, they came to him with a story of a white bull in the west of Ireland.
8: He just was so intrigued by it and he felt like it was very unfair that Benji should meet an early demise just because of his sexual preference
5: I got a phone call and I was told that uh, Sam Simon was coming in on top of this and I couldn't believe what I was hearing and Sam took out his checkbook he says go and save Benji
8: he said he was really happy that Benji was going to a sanctuary instead of a sandwich.
3: <laughs>
8: John me at 8, 8.30 in the morning. He was
2: so excited. He said, Sam Simon has put up £5,000 to buy
8: Benji. I remember he was very proud. For a week, he was strutting around like, I saved a gay bull. This bull needs to live a happy life. He shouldn't have to have sex with female cows. If he doesn't feel like it, he should be able to do whatever he wants. And he was showing everybody the pictures of Benji. It's like, what do you think is the problem with this bull? And people would say, oh, it looks like a very strong, powerful bull. And he would say, he's gay. He's a gay bull. <laughs>
1: I thought this thing's getting after by the minute,
2: and then all hell broke loose for that day. Every few minutes, my phone was ringing. The BBC were on, Associated Press were on, UTV were going crazy. I, I wasn't sure, you know, how to handle all this because it was going so fast. Then John Carmody phoned. Oh, he was really, really excited. RT Western correspondent Pat McGrath was on his way with a camera to film this bull. John Carmody was shouting into my ear, We're on the way, we have to film this bull. I phoned Joe Kelly. He said, There's no way there's any camera people or reporters coming onto my property.
1: <laughs> I said, You know, you promised me anonymity here, and you cannot have that happen. This has gone on for months. It has become something we couldn't have dreamed of. And I said, I haven't time for this kind of a show.
2: I thought, what am I going to do? And then Pat McGrath phones me and he wants to know where the ball is and I won't tell him.
0: Joanna was torn. She didn't want to antagonise her friend, Joe the farmer, but she did want to help out a fellow journalist from RTE. And I had no choice but to head for
2: the farm out the fields, with the wellies, through the muck, over the fences and the gates, and the light was beginning to go down at this stage. And there was Benji sitting in the middle of the muck this November day, and I put my phone up on the fence, uh, and I let it record for a while.
7: The story of
4: Benji the Bull has generated huge international attention. Today it emerged that philanthropist and co-creator of The Simpsons, Sam Simon,
2: had donated... And that night on the 9 o'clock news, there was Eileen Don reading the news and there's my dreadful, dreadful footage
5: in the background. Benji's current owner wishes to remain anonymous and so the exact whereabouts of the Bull in County Mayo remain a mystery this evening. Pat McGrath, RTE News, South County, Mayo.
0: However, back to Jake and Graham in the UK and their crowdfunding campaign to send Benji to an animal sanctuary, nobody had actually told them that Sam, Simon and Peter had become involved.
6: The first thing we knew about it was when we saw it in the press. And we were like, what? Who? Who? Why, when, it had absolutely nothing to do with us. And we did have a chat with John at the time. I think emotions got quite high.
0: (laughs) The reason emotions ran high is this. Sam Simon's well-meaning donation had an unintended consequence. The way Crowdfunder works is that if the target amount of £5,000 was not met, all the money would go back to the donors. And when people saw that Sam Simon and Peter were involved in saving Benji, they stopped sending in their donations.
4: It was like, there was a bell, it was going ding, 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 like with the donations, and then it just died. We still had a £1,000 to make. We were so close, (laughs) but still so far.
0: The crowdfunder was now in danger of completely collapsing.
4: The takeaway for us was quite bitter because it felt like it had been stolen from people by this massive organisation. A village of people all coming together for one one thing. The crossover between animal activists and LGBT activists is a glorious moment.
0: As well as paying Joe the farmer for the bull... There was the fee that had to be paid to the crowdfunder website, the vet fees, the cost of the truck to bring Benji to England, paying the driver, the ferry cost, the cost of making hundreds of I saved Benji the gay bull pens.
4: So I got onto the phone with Peter and they agreed that they would top up the money.
0: Including Sam Simon, 322 people had clubbed together to save Benji's life.
1: it was off a crack so that was the thing but the best crack of the whole I was the neighbours having no idea they were looking at the bull and talking about him and they wouldn't be people that would be looking at the computer anyway or they have recognised him you could recognise the bull from the picture we have a local church here I got to mast out the road about a mile and the following Sunday everyone was did you hear about the gay bull someone said it's not fair from Clay Morris I don't know who this could be now I couldn't even smile
2: I didn't tell anyone I didn't tell my family or anyone where this bull was Actually, it reached the stage where a number of people didn't believe this bull existed at all. Tom from the Connacht Telegraph phoned me and said, we need to get some proper photographs of this bull. I relented and I said to him, you know, I'll bring you out there. Whatever you do, don't you dare tell anyone where this is.
0: Local photographer Alison Laredo was brought in and she took her own precautions.
2: We went off in the little car and we didn't know where we were going. We were told that we couldn't reveal this location to anybody ever and it was really, really serious. So I had a bandana in my bag which I tied around my head so I couldn't see. If I didn't know, then I couldn't tell anybody. If somebody had asked me, I really wouldn't have known where it was.
1: It had become a circus, really, but thankfully not in my yard. That was the bit that was unbelievable. How it didn't break. Joanna was completely trustworthy. She never slipped an inch.
2: Then it was all systems go. Benji was being prepared for his departure
5: from Ireland. My worry at the time was the logistics of trying to get Benji from Ireland over to the UK. How do we do this now? I've, I had no experience in doing any of this. That went on for about six weeks.
1: I was nearly cracked up. I wish I'd never heard of that bull in my life because he was there still in, in the November life.
0: The date for Benji's departure was set for Saturday, 13th of December, 2014.
1: Then he had to be brought to a yard. There was only two years in the county that you could export cattle from. The press
2: were waiting. It was just freezing. It was like about minus five or minus six. Then Joe arrived with the bull and this was the first time... That Joe had been seen, and and that the, the ball had actually been seen.
0: It was a big day for Benji, but also a big day for John Carmody, the gay man from Limerick, who's also an animal rights activist.
5: As I was driving up to County Mayo, I was getting nervous. I don't know if it was nervousness or it was excitement, but I wanted to meet Benji. I remember on the day parking up my car, and Joanna coming over to meet me. In some ways, it was surreal. And I said, please, can I meet Benji? And I could hear some rattling in the truck that Benji was in. And Joe pulled down the door to the truck and there Benji was. No more the wiser as to the big fuss that was being made about his plight. It was exciting. He just wanted to to rub him, his little head.
2: The bull was very excited because all of a sudden here he was with all these people in this place. He was out of his own comfort zone. There were cameras flashing.
5: I remember presenting the one-way ticket at the time to Benji, who was now an international celebrity, and just feeling immensely proud that we'd done it. A sense of relief that he's safe now.
0: Inspectors from the Department of Agriculture had to oversee Benji's departure and export.
1: It took them an hour to do all the paperwork, more. There's sheets and sheets of paper about how to export animals. We had to have an exact track of where the bull was going through, which towns he was going through, in Ireland and in England, what time the boat would dock the other side.
0: Hillside Sanctuary sent over a special lorry to do the huge trip from Mayo to Ross and across England to Norwich.
1: Dennis, the guy that came in, he said, This bloody never did a bloody run like this. He says, Last thing I bloody need is drawing gay bull up across country and pink ribbons hanging off back. All the bloody hell am I going to get work back home and I go back? I said, You'll be famous forever, Dennis. But he did not want to be under the camera's eye either.
5: As Benji was being driven away, myself and Joanna, we gave a farewell to this animal who I knew would be okay.
1: Hey!
2: And then everybody was waiting with bated breath to see his arrival in the UK. And sure enough, on the Sunday night, the BBC had covered it.
7: Handsome boy. <laughs> he seems quite calm. I think hes he looks quite settled considering how far he's traveled. Probably happy to see some of his own kind. Straight away.
2: Yeah. They had footage of him nose to nose with this little male animal called Alex. They were calling it his first kiss.
6: Hillside sent us a photograph of Benji in his new home. He looked like a happy bull. I've I've never seen... I don't know.
0: When Hillside Animal Sanctuary posted that Benji the bull had arrived, their post received almost 6,000 likes. Wendy Lamb. Cracking looking boy. 965 shares. Marianne Cash. I love his curly coat. He looks like a huge sheep. And 458 comments. Wendy Robson. Enjoy your life, Benji. Five years on and very little has been heard about Benji the Bull. There were rumours of castration. Rumours of bisexuality. But no confirmation of whether or not he is still with us.
2: I have emailed them on a number of occasions. I emailed them on the 12th of February 2015, which was his birthday, but I didn't get any response. It would be nice to know how he is, how he's doing. hope he's still in the sanctuary. I really had a fondness for him because he was lovely. He was such a beautiful animal.
1: I'd love to see where he is, you just know how, he, how he's doing, because you get to know an animals around the place for a while, especially a bull.
0: And so it is that five years later... Joanna and Joe find themselves driving around the Norwich countryside. We're,
2: we're peeping through the hedges here, along tins, the boundary tins, of tins. the hillside sanctuary. It's, it's so just a horse we spotted. Yes. We thought it might have been a bull. Wow. There it is. Then drive in there and
1: have a look around.
2: And arriving, unannounced, at the hillside animal sanctuary. So we're going to have to go and do a little bit of plough mossing now.
1: We'll take them up by the horns anyway. We'll see Metaphorically. What uh, absolutely, a metaphor. Of course, Joanne. Good afternoon, Hillside Animal Hi, how it? In
2: 2014, a gay oh, left our area and ended up here. That's right, I remember him. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, so we were wondering how he was, if he's still oh. alive or. Yeah, Benji is still here with us, but he's out to grades at the moment. So had, had you particularly come to see him or, or.? We'd
0: love to see him. Okay. Initially, it's not looking good. Uh, that isn't possible today, right. but um,
2: that might be possible to arrange. Um, I'm not sure if I can take your telephone.
0: And then a man emerges from the back office. His name is John Watson.
4: I understand you'd like to see him. We're making a couple of calls. Cool he's out grazing somewhere. If we can find out where it, depending how hard it is to get to, because we've got about 2,000 acres of grazing in the summer.
0: The sanctuary has 600 cattle, but John remembers the arrival of Benji.
4: It was lovely. He's a lovely bull, isn't he? He's a strapping fellow, isn't he? It was nice to be able to help him as well. We don't really care if he's gay or not. We're just happy to give him a home, you know.
0: And about those castration rumours...
4: Everything gets castrated when it comes into the sanctuary because we can't have the sort of pitter-patter of tiny hooves, you know.
0: John finds some photos on his computer. That oh, that's oh, him. Oh, that's, that's him. him. That that's is him.
4: There on
1: the right.
0: Oh, he couldn't have got that big. He job. could. There's only one way to find out. This
4: is the road you're going to come in. Past the pub. It'll be on your left. Keep going down that road. And that is the entrance to the marshes.
0: Driving to the Norfolk marshes. Up laneways right Road, down, down muddy out. tracks <laughs> Oh my God. Over gates.
1: <laughs> that looks a cleaner gap than that gap. I think we' <laughs> and through the
0: place. fields this is mad to a herd of about 30 cattle. another white
1: animal up at the end.
0: including two large male animals. That's him. look at his head and his curly kind of bob. That's Benji.
2: I know that's Benji. It's like
1: him. Like this unreal this moment is going to come to pass. How are you doing, lad? Just sure. he's gone into a fine animal of a thing.
2: The yellow tag is still on his ear. Just
1: let me go close to him. That's an Irish tag, anyway. 232. Two. There's the number of the bull. The very bull. That is definitely Bingy, because that's the, the Irish tag number. He has got so big. Mm. And even without that. The shape of him has never changed. He's just gotten bigger. He's probably a quarter of a ton heavier. He's grown out of his curls, which is a bit sad. But it happens to some lads, you know. They grow out of their curls.
2: Look at the size of his feet. They are huge. Yes, his coat isn't quite so curly as it was up around the shoulders in that area.
1: This is an amazing moment. Look into the eyes of that beast and he's as came. We're less than two meters from his face. And obviously he's been treated well. Cause he's he doesn't look in any way traumatised. He looks very calm.
0: Benji is not alone in this field. There's another male animal near him. Bernie. Bernie is a red bull, he wouldn't be quite as big as Benji. Bernie was also saved from the slaughterhouse after his owner found out he was sterile.
1: So he's the one that was firing blanks, is he? That's the one. It can happen. To men are beast.
0: But wasn't he
2: lucky he ended up here as well?
1: Horrid lucky to the known world. Do they know <laughs> how lucky they are?
2: These bulls have been saved.
1: Bingy is rambling over towards Bernie. He's making some communication with Bernie. They're yeah. definitely friends. Look at, look at now. Now there's a picture. Ah, They're quick. Okay. Bingy is smelling the end of Bernie.
0: A short distance away, a scene begins to unfold. A cow is in heat and the animals are all swarmed around her. Some of them even tried to mount her. It's all normal behaviour in the herd. But Benji has never been one to run with the herd.
1: She's getting a lot of love from all these men. Benji is not actually throwing any interest in her now. She's not. She's not actually. She's saying, come on, will someone help me out for goodness? What good are you? And Benji now didn't make any move. Benji walked around just to see what's going on and now he's turned his back and walked away from her. And he's heading off the other direction. Not interested.
0: Bulls can live until they're 16 or 17 and, all going well, Benji is finally in his forever home. Oblivious to the impact his story made on so many people. Mm.
1: But he's so happy. He is so happy, So isn't happy. It? Look at him.
2: I'm sure Sam Simon would be very pleased, and uh, oh, the, people the people from the Gay, gay Magazine, now. all those people who funded this. It's
4: a story that obviously makes people smile. It's a, it's a story that makes people scratch their heads because they're just like, really? There's no such thing as a gay ball. But you, <laughs> there he is.
0: Though his story moved off the headlines, the fact that an animal could be gay meant a lot to all those people who knew him and helped to save him.
5: I think as a result, looking back in it now, you know, Ireland is uh, a kinder place, a more compassionate place. We needed to question that we all just want to live our lives free of pain and suffering. We all want to be loved. We all just want to get by in this world.
0: Three months after Benji moved to Norwich, Sam Simon died in March 2015.
8: I think Benji the gay ball tickled him the most. He felt like these animals were his children. And I think that that's what kept him going for a really long time because he ended up living three years and they only gave him three to six months to live. I think he would be very happy to know that Benji has a companion named Bernie now.
0: And Benji, the little gay bull, lived happily ever after.
1: That's a wave goodbye to
2: Wave him goodbye for the second
1: time. Bye, Benji. Have a nice day. I'm sun's coming out now and it's a lovely afternoon here. Bye-bye, Benji. Bye.